Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. Welcome to the Stephen Mansfield Podcast. Great to have you with me. Listen, I want to dive into a continuation of what I was talking about last episode. In the last episode, I said there's a way of viewing history. There's a way of understanding that things moderate, things change. And if you analyze trends and you try to pay attention to what's happening today that indicates the future, you have to be aware of that. I'm always saying to my wife, and she laughs at me, this too shall pass because I'm a historian and I know that things change, they alter, they moderate, and that usually the solutions in politics as well as elsewhere in life end up somewhere in the center. So let's continue on that theme. I want to talk to you a little bit about how to view history and about what's happening in our economy. Now, most of the economic news today is bad, right? Gas is averaging $5 a gallon, and the stock market has just declined massively this very week that I'm talking, speaking in, <clears throat> excuse me, and, um, and you, there are just a lot of things that are not doing that well. We've seen, we've seen a, the economy hurt. Inflation is high. We could go on and on. Of course, keep in mind, folks, it's an election year. And so those who want to change things talk about how horrible it is. Those who don't want to change things talk about how great things are. So just keep all of that in mind. But the fact is, here's the fact. We are actually at a time in American history when the economy is serving more people well than ever. Inflation is going to drop. It's going to, it's going to rise a bit more and then it's going to decline. Stock market's going to ride itself. Remember what I've told you recently about the stock market and how to make, how to do well in the stock market, even though I don't give financial advice. Um, the fact is that usually after horrible declines, there are tremendous rises in the stock market. Uh, Warren Buffett says that the stock market is a way to transfer money from the impatient to the patient. <laughs> I love that quote. But here's what I want you to see, because what I want you to understand is a principle of analyzing history is that there's always more than one thing going on at a time. People will sit on their patios this 4th of July and say, man, the economy is doing horribly. The fact is that it is doing better than ever in the long run overall. And the indicators that are negative are going to be negative for a while longer, and then they're going to right themselves. Give, let me give you, give you an example. Um, it's hard to buy a house right now. I understand that. And, and the 66% of Americans who do own houses are seeing their home values soar. It's actually creating kind of a problem. Listen to this. But the middle class has made a whopping $2.1 trillion from home ownership in the last 10 years. In other words, home ownership overall in America has benefited certainly the middle class and really everyone in a magnificent way in the last 10 years. In that regard, and I'll say this repeatedly in this podcast, the economy is serving more people well uh, in America 
than ever. Think about that. By the way, these are all stats reported from Fortune Magazine. Easy for you to look up. Retirement accounts. Despite the recent sell-off, retirement accounts have been fattened by the stock market. And the share of people who say they expect to work past their 60s has dropped below 50% for the first time in American history. In other words, people have made so much off the stock market, their retirement accounts have, that a huge number of people in there who do not expect to work past their early 60s, and that number uh, has dropped dramatically. Think about that. More people are planning to retire early because their retirement accounts have done magnificently well. Let's talk about jobs. 11.4 million jobs are open. The unemployment rate as I speak is 3.6%, which is back to pre-pandemic levels or lows, I should say, pre-pandemic lows. So the unemployment rate right now, while we have inflation, while we have high gas prices, while we have, you know, the stock market in turmoil, the stock market, I I don't mean to be insulting to my brokers or other people who were listening to this who might be brokers and dealers, but I'll have to say the stock market's like a bunch of little old ladies that read the newspaper and say, oh my gosh, I guess I need to move my money over here because something's happening in Japan or something's happening in Ukraine. So don't take the stock market too seriously on the short term, okay? Millennial ownership, millennials remember are those who became who came of age just around the dawn of the millennium. Millennial home ownership is at 43%. That's unbelievably high for any one generation, up from 37% last year. I could go on and on and on. And we know that most of the situations, most of the things that are creating negative signs in our economy are are a result of relatively short-term issues. We pumped a lot of money into the economy right around the time of the pandemic, trying to help people. The Biden administration has gone even further with that. Remember what I've been teaching you? You dump a lot of money on the economy. You make the money you have less valuable. That's called inflation. You inflate the money supply. You grow, you enlarge artificially the money supply. That means the dollar in your pocket is worth less after the process. We know that pandemic relief largely and some of the unwise Biden administration policies have led to that. We know, for example, that our fuel problems are for the most part a, a result of a poor decision not to pump our own oil and use and, and harvest our own fields in America, but also and of course, a foolish reliance on Russia. Um, and all of that's because of the Ukraine war. Ukraine war is not going to go on forever. We're already shifting some of our sources. We should be pumping in the United States. We actually have bigger oil fields uh, than some of the ones we're looking to in Venezuela and in Saudi Arabia. I can tell you, by the way, I guest lecture at a Saudi university, as I told you before. And they have a, a magnificent brand new MIT type of University of Technology. And why is it there? Why did they build it? Because they know they're running out of oil. So us running to the Saudis, running to the Venezuelans, running elsewhere, it's not going to do us a lot of good. We want to avoid Russian oil, but we have a lot on our own. We just need to pump. And there are ways we can pump without killing the lizards or killing the spotted owl or whatever it is we're concerned about. Hey, I want to take care of the environment too, but we're smart enough to do all of this. Okay. 78% of Americans are confident in their personal financial well-being, uh, but just 24% are confident in the U.S. financial well-being. Now, what that means is 
a huge portion, almost three quarters of Americans are confident in their personal financial state. They're just concerned about the direction of the United States. Trust me, the United States is going to be fine. Our economy is strong. There are just some indicators. It sounds like I'm running for office and I'm not. What I'm trying to get you to realize is two or three things can be happening at once. We can have a war we're dealing with. We can have an administration that's been unwise about drilling and some other things. We can have uh, some other factors like having to... uh, provide relief for people going through a pandemic that then inflates the currency, but all that can be reversed. I'm long-term an optimist. I think we're going to see probably inflation go up over the summer. I think we'll see gas go up over the summer. I have a feeling by the fall, we're going to be feeling pretty good about some things. Now, what's the point? The point is don't get fobbed off by headlines. Don't read headlines and assume that that's all that's going on. I've told you many times that 10,000 people became millionaires during the Great Depression. So there was more than one thing going on at a time. Not everybody was hurting. Not everybody was jumping off of buildings in New York City. In fact, no one did. In fact, um, the, the, the truth is that a number of things were going on at the same time. And a lot of people prospered during that time. And not just millionaires, but the middle class prospered. Talk to those who may be still alive from that era or or read the books by those who lived through that era and you'll see what I'm talking about. So what I'm urging you to do in this podcast is to consider this lesson from economics. More than one thing is happening at a time, almost always in history and in our economy. And that's what's going on now. And the reason I'm so passionate about this is that by being one dimensional in your view, by being headlines oriented, by assuming that all 350 million Americans are experiencing the exact same thing at the exact same time, you don't see the opportunities. You don't see the diversity of uh, lifestyles. You don't see options for yourself. You don't believe that you can manage your affairs and prosper and grow. And I don't just mean economically. Rarely is just one thing happening. There are variations on a theme. There are a lot of things happening at one time. So right now, despite gas prices, inflation, etc., the stock market being in turmoil, right now, the United States economy is serving the American people better than it ever has. And I think it will continue to. So try to see history, try to see our times, try to see news cycles as multifaceted and understand them as a diamond that you turn to see the many facets. It'll make you a better leader. It'll make you a better investor. It'll make you a person who's able to navigate the tides of our times in a way that is good for you and good for those you serve. Stephen Mansfield is a New York Times bestselling author, a popular global speaker, and senior fellow for public leadership at Palm Beach Atlantic University. His groundbreaking books on faith and society include The Faith of George W. Bush, The Search for God in Guinness, Mansfield's Book of Manly Men, and Lincoln's Battle with God. Learn more at stephenmansfield.tv.